going to be a quick little burst session to Let's help dentists. Because the reason I thought of you, Barry, was when all this kicked off and there was doom and gloom, I'm usually quite a positive person. And I, I didn't react very well personally in myself, a bit of, you know, going through all the stages of, you know, um, stages of grief. I was in denial and I was getting really depressed and upset about things. And I, and I, I sort of thought to myself, when was the last time I'd felt this bad? And not to take it the wrong way, Barry, because I think you know where I'm coming from. But the last time I felt this bad was when I was on your When course. you saw me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> sort of. So the, the, just for the benefit of the audience listening and watching right now, uh, what I mean is the reason I felt the last time I felt this bad in life was when I was on Barry's course is because um, Barry really um, brought home and, and taught me the value of your, um, of your mindset, of the, of the way that you see the world. Because one of the exercises, one of the first things you do on your course is you, you, the way you see the world. So you walk across the corridor and you see the world um, as if it's a beautiful place. And then you do that walk across the corridor and walk back. And then you see the world as if it's dangerous. And then you walk across and this, that same walk, but the world was completely different. And that's the last time I felt this much doom and gloom in life. So I thought <laughs> you are the best person to come and just give us you know, a five, 10 minute nugget on what can you say? What can you say to everyone? Dentists, nurses, therapists, but what, what can you say? Barry, what's your message? How can you help us? So the first thing to say is there is a lot of doom and gloom, isn't there? That if we, if we only focus on the negative stuff, then you're absolutely right. To talk you through that exercise that we did, we put on some metaphorical glasses, right? The first pair was that the world is a dangerous place. So I left you on a high because the first one is the world is a dangerous place. And through that mindset, through those lenses, what you're seeing is everything that fits into that mindset. Now, a mindset can also be called a belief. So if I have a belief that all men are bar stewards, then you will, you will only really see men doing things that fit into that framework. You'll only really meet men that fit into that framework. The world is a dangerous place. You look around the room, you'll only see tripping hazards, electricity, danger all around you. And so encouraging you to change your mindset is like putting on a fresh pair of glasses, a pair of glasses that is the world is full of beauty and love. And I look around and I see electricity, connectivity, the ability to see your lovely face and have this conversation and, you know, sunshine being outside. Whereas you could see sunshine as being, you know, carcinogenic to the skin or it's how you process information and it's putting on the mindset. Now it doesn't take away the fact that SH1T is happening out there. You know, we are in a very uncertain time. So in, in our profession, being that most of us, certainly you and I are self-employed. Some of us own our own businesses. I own the Confident Dentist Academy. I have staff that I have to pay for. You know, there are some very worrying times. And so what I have done for myself is compartmentalize my day for the times to think about the tough stuff and then set times a day to have a different mindset and see things in a different light. So do you remember we did problem challenge opportunity? Do you remember that? Uh, that was in, in pairs, wasn't it? No. no. So let, okay. me, let me take you through this, right? If you could think right now, in fact, let's do this, Jess. Sure. Right sure. now, think of um, a problem in your life 
wife's temperature could be it, right? It is, yeah. So, uh, you know, as I told you, my wife's coming down with a little bit of temperature, just over 38, and now we're like, whoa, is it coronavirus and all that sort of stuff. Okay, so let's, we can't change, realistically, there's certain things that we can't change, right? We have to let certain things take their course. So let's think about that as a problem. And what I want you to do is I want you to think in your mind's eye, who is that a problem for? How is that a problem? What sort of things does that create for you and your son and all the other things that it involves and impacts on? And I want you to share with me now, Jazz, words that describe what it's like to have a problem. Give me some words. What's it like to have a problem? This specific, this specific problem that I have. Well, you're not going to share that problem, but that problem, give me some words that describe what it's like to have a problem, to be stuck okay, in a problem. Okay, sure, sure. It's, uh, it's doom and gloom. It's uncertain. It's, yeah. um, it's difficult. It's uh, overall negative. It's uh, draining of your energy. It is um, very much uh, all bad things. Yeah, worrying, scary, frustrating, all of those things, right? Okay. So what I want you to do, do you, do you remember, you're very young, I'm older than you, do you remember what an Etch-a-Sketch is? Yeah. Do you? Okay, for those that are watching that are younger than Jazz, an Etch-a-Sketch is an iPad with a couple of knobs on, and we would draw with magnetic fibres, wouldn't we? Do you remember that? Yeah. How do you clear the screen of an Etch-a-Sketch? That's it, you do shake this. it. Right, so what I want you to do is I want you to clear the screen like this, Jazz. That's it, good night. Right. I want you to take the same situation and I want you to think about that situation again, but I want you to think about the situation as a challenge. So it's the exact same situation you've got. And now, rather than the way we had it before, it's now a challenge. How is it a challenge? What does a, a challenge bring to you? What kind of things do you use to describe having a challenge? When you've got a challenge, I think you've got, a goal you've got um you, you bring strategy into it you bring in mechanisms in terms of how can you actually break down the challenge how can you uh, make the best out of it how can you be progressive so that's whenever i hear challenge i want to just overcome it so automatically like a typical bloke you just want to fix the problem perfect so what i'd like you to do instead of fixing a problem is overcome a challenge because the way that you've just described the very same situation is completely different when you described it as a problem and now as a challenge. Right? Now, clear the screen. Thank you. I need the noises, Jazz. You have to do that. Love it. Okay, mate. Same situation, only now I want you to see it as an opportunity. Okay. So now sit there and think, right, this, this situation that I've got, what is it an opportunity for? Who is it an opportunity for? You know, the immediate thing that springs to mind for me is daddy-son time, bonding, new skills, you know, all this stuff that you could do with him. But you begin to think about, right, what's it an opportunity for? Because there's certain aspects of the situation we cannot change. Absolutely. And if we focus on the things that we cannot influence and we cannot change, we're going to end up feeling pretty crappy. If we focus on the things that we can influence and also these new opportunities that are available to us to enhance our lives, somebody else's life. You know, I've just finished, I'll show you this. I just made paneer for the neighbors. <laughs> only, 
Only I made, <laughs> I made two kilos of the stuff so that I can, with my gloves on, I can deliver to the local neighbours. One of the best things I think that you can do when you're having a tough time is give to others. If you give to others and you're thinking about other people who oftentimes are worse off than us, that, that kind of gives you a perspective that, hey, you know, it could be a lot worse. And it doesn't change the situation, but it certainly begins to make you feel more resourceful. Because at the end of the day, when you're up against adversary, what you need to be is resourceful. And thinking about things as an opportunity creates resource. Who have I got that I can involve in this opportunity? Are you enjoying the Protrusive Dental Podcast? Well, allow me to deliver you even more value. You can now download the iOS or Play Store app for free. Just search Protrusive on your app platform. Now, if you're a true Protrusive and you want to support the podcast, you want to claim CPD for all the listening and watching that you do, you want to get access to exclusive clinical walkthrough videos to make dentistry tangible, as well as a premium newsletter, access to the Protrusive Vault, and the ability to download all the clinical videos and podcast videos so you can view them offline later, you can get all of that for less than 15 tax-deductible dollars per month. So what are you waiting for? Download the Protrusive app now on iOS or Android for absolutely nothing. We've worked so hard on this Protrusive team and I know you're just going to love it. Now back to the main episode. So let me give you an example. I have had everything. I'm looking at my, my year planner. I've had everything blown out of my diary for six months. There is no income. Uh, and that is for the confident dentist or my lecturing trips to Paris, Glasgow, Ireland, all sorts of places. No income, and I've still got uh, staff to pay for. I'm in my dental practice, no income. And so if I focused on that side of it, now I have to address that. Let's not get me wrong. I have to address that. But if I just purely focused on that, you know, I'd end up being really down and depressed. It's important that I give some time and energy to that. And then I've sat and going, right, what is this an opportunity for? I've got a lot more time to create content, to write courses, to go out into the community, to volunteer for the NHS, to be careful. I've just taken down gloves and viral wipes and, and some paneer down to the <laughs> local shop because the guy there is serving the community. And I, I just went down and said, you got no gloves, you got no masks, here's some gloves, here's some masks, here's some lunch. And just, you know, pulling together as a community. So that's the first thing I would say is, Begin to look at the language in your own head that you're using to describe the situation that you find yourself in. It's a large step to go from problem to opportunity. So if you break it in the middle and you go problem, challenge, opportunity, you find that you can actually start to come up with a completely different feeling towards the situation that you're in. 100% agree, Barry. And this is something I've already said uh, on the podcast already is that now and, and, and in, the, in the messages that I've sent out is that 100% agree, this is a crap situation, but it's an opportunity, an opportunity for you to do anything that you want to do. Now you are doing absolutely wonderful, you know, godly things. You know, the, the fact that you can make paneer is just, <laughs> <it's> just <laughs> <laughs> but then to distribute it to people who, who, who can benefit from that paneer and also all the, the content creation they can be doing. And I think based on the problem that I have in my life right this very second right now, you know, with my, with my, my wife, just having a bit of a temperature now and it just, we're just openly discussing that. And I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, and it's, a, it's an opportunity for me to care. 
it's because my wife's such a great carer. It's it's time for yeah. me to give back to her. I want to I want to be able to care for. Her. I want to be able to. Um, so tonight, you know, me, me and my son sleeping alone. You know, usually it's the three of us, and uh, I, I'm I'm so excited to be able to look after my son the whole night tonight, and also be able to look after my wife. And those out there, and I've already said, um, said this, is use this as an opportunity to, to love. And, and love is not, uh, in, in, you know, your parents, your family, your friends, anyone. And love is not an uh, emotion. Love is a verb. So that's my main message. You know, for, you, for you, it's a great message. See, you know, go from problem, challenge, opportunity. And I just want to add on to that. You know, find love in your life wherever you can and, and, and just pursue that. Yeah, I totally agree, mate. And uh, I think the more that we do for others, the more that we benefit ourselves. Another thing, can I, have you got time for this? We have. So um, many years ago when I did Tony Robbins' course, one of the things that I learned very quickly was that when I was feeling really crap, the, I might not be able to influence the external factors, but the ability that I had to ask myself some really good quality questions, right? Oftentimes when we're in, when we're in the crap, we say things like, why me? What am I going to do? You know, why has this happened to me? I've got all of this stuff going on. I've got this, I've got that. And we ask ourselves questions that can only realistically come up with crappy answers. Um, and a good exercise to practice and get into a routine of doing is asking yourself really good questions because the subconscious mind, if, it, if it's asked a question, it has to search for an answer. So if I said to you, why is it that this has happened to you? You have to search for an answer of, well, it could have been this or it could have been that. And you start thinking all of the BS reasons why this might happen. If I ask myself, right, what can I be grateful for right now? You know, life is tough. There's a lot going on. I need to sit for two minutes and just list what can I be grateful for? The thing about gratitude and anxiety or stress or worry is they can't live in the same body. You cannot genuinely be grateful, have gratitude and feel grateful and feel stressed and angry and worried. So by asking yourself a really great question of what can I be grateful for? You have to search for the answers. Well, I'm grateful for health. I'm grateful for my wife and my kids. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for friends. And you start to, and then start to really think about those. The way that we think about those in our internal representation is to put yourself into that position. Think, think, the, th think of the things that you would see, hear, feel, connect with when you are in that situation of gratitude. And that removes the negativity, that removes this anxiety and worry. Now it doesn't change the external factors. And yet, when we feel more centered, more at peace, we are better to handle those difficult, stressful situations. So if you're ever feeling stressed, just sit for a minute peacefully and go, right, what am I grateful for? What have I got? What can I give thanks for? This is what we need now more than ever. To summarize this short little, thank you, Barry, for your time. But to summarize this short little burst of uh, injection of positivity, we're going to focus, everyone, we're going to focus on our mindset, which spectacles we wear. We're going to turn our problem into a challenge, into an opportunity. Yes. We're going to find and share love. And most of all, we're going to be grateful. We're going to find what are we grateful for so that because we cannot be in a, in a, in a grateful state and in a stressed, worrying state at the same time. Uh, and that's a, it's a great thing you put there. Barry, I, I wish you and your family all One the best. Yes, please, please, please. One more thing, right? Uh, I'm doing a lot of mental health at the moment. 
and uh, part of one large part of my lectures is talking about the, you'll remember the model of communication in NLP, where we're bombarded by information, we delete, distort, and generalize. It goes through our own unique internal filters, creating our internal representation. That is a picture, a sound, a movie, some self-talk, and some feelings, right? They dictate our emotional state, and that also impacts our physiology. You don't see anybody depressed and anxious walking around like this, arms in the air, chin up, chest out, shoulders back. You've heard the phrase, come on, shoulders back, chin up. What I want people to do is I want to encourage them to go and watch a video online by a lady called Amy Cuddy. Power pose. Yes, my man, <laughs> Amy Cuddy. She's a, a psychologist from Harvard University. And the, this is the scientific research that backs up the reason why we need to stand tall, heads up and arms up because this decreases our cortisol and increases our endorphins. And so in the moment that you're also giving gratitude, what am I grateful for? Do yourself a favor, stand up and look up at the sky and put your arms in the air. Do it privately so people don't go, what the heck are they doing? And exercise, okay? I know that Boris has said get out once a day, but get out in the garden, do Joe Wicks at nine o'clock in the morning, get your bodies moving because Motion creates emotion. And if you're moving, it only increases the quality of the positive emotions within you. So if you're feeling a bit crap, get up and jump up and down. Stretch, watch Amy Cuddy. It's from uh, Edinburgh TED Talk. Uh, and it's the- I'll, I'll put a link up. I'll put a link up when I post this up, which have been a couple of hours, basically. Beautiful. I'll put the link Love up it. in Cuddy. Fantastic video. And yeah, stop slouching, everyone. I know we're not in a great place at the moment, but we can only influence the situation in our own world by yeah. adopting a power pose and doing a bit of exercise. Absolutely. So everybody get doing Amy. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag awkward. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Barry, thank you so much as always. It's lovely to see you again, mate. You take care, look after the family, and I hope your wife's okay. Thank you so much.